Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you. First of all, tell us about the instrument that you perform on. Well, it's a Stradivarius built in 1703, and I've had the great uh, privilege of being able to play on it for about 15 years now, I guess. It's amazing. It's, it's really like, um, you know, interacting with a human being. My instrument definitely has its own personality, and um, it feels like our journey has been one of um, teamship and, uh, you know, really getting to know one another. So, Karen, you and your lovely Strad are coming here to Toronto to perform Beethoven's Violin Concerto. What do you love about playing that concerto? Well, for me, the, the the Beethoven concerto is really like the <laughs> the most, um, in some ways, the most important work written for violin and orchestra, and certainly the most challenging. I would say, I find it extremely difficult and and therefore extremely rewarding to play it as well. It's unique in the sense that if you compare it to another warhorse concerto like the Tchaikovsky, the violin part in the Beethoven is really a lot of the times just accompanying figures. So it's a very symphonic work in that sense that every single player in the orchestra is as involved as the the solo part, uh, you know, compared to Tchaikovsky, which is really like you have the the violin part playing beautiful melodies and doing fancy technical things. And the orchestral part is sort of divided into moments of playing melodies, but also being the accompanying figure a lot of the times. And so the Beethoven is really almost like a big chamber music work. As I said, it's always a challenge and at the same time, something extremely special to get to perform. Karen, I was speaking earlier about the evolution of concerto cadenzas going from improvisatory moments to sort of really special written out moments by the composer. Mm. With this Beethoven performance, are you, which which cadenza are you performing with us? It's a good question, um, and it's it's a question I ask myself every time I take the concerto out, just because I hope to eventually write my own cadenza. Um, I don't have much confidence in my compositional <laughs> skills, so I'm not doing that quite yet. In the meantime, I'm playing a cadenza by Nathan Milstein, who is one of my absolute favorite violinists, and um, what I adore about him is his creativity in performance, but also in his ability to write cadenzas and make arrangements and things like that. So in a way, I'm doing his cadenza because it's really rarely played. I don't know of anybody else who plays it now um, other than himself back when he was still alive, but also almost like an homage to one of my favorite violinists. And, um, you know, stylistically, you could say it's in the romantic style and 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 so on. But it's still something that's unique and um, something that I personally like very much. And so... You know, I tell myself, why not? (laughs) Very nice choice. You're going to be coming to Toronto. What is your favorite part of being in Toronto to perform with the TSO? It feels like home in some ways. Um, Well, of course, first of all, being Canadian myself and and having been uh, raised in Montreal. But also, I have a long-standing relationship now with the TSO. And it's always a a very beautiful feeling to be able to come back to an orchestra that you've worked with on a number of occasions. And and I have also many friends, including Jeff, (laughs) from from school um, in the orchestra. And that creates a feeling of familiarity, which is really comforting. And you feel, you know, really like you're putting a performance together with, with people that you actually know and, and care about. And so for me, it's all those, those feelings combined. Karen, you've been so serious with music for such a long time. You moved uh, to New York from Montreal when you were just 10 to study violin at Juilliard. What was that like for you at such a young age? Oh, wow. <laughs> it is a long time ago, and yet it's not in some ways because I remember exactly what it was like. Um, I grew up in Montreal with a relatively normal, so-called normal, easygoing life. I hadn't 
necessarily intended to become a professional musician. I come from a non-musical family, actually, so it, it was all very new for, for, for my mother and myself. Somehow got the invitation from Dorothy DeLay to, to come study with her at Juilliard after I played in a master class for her, presented by the Suzuki Teachers Conference in, in Chicago. And so it was really something that felt like it happened overnight, and the intensity of my lifestyle just seemingly changed overnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, the music was, was always so close to my heart, and that was just clear from, from a very, very young age. And so pursuing music in a serious way felt like the right thing to do. And um, moving to New York was, was difficult in the beginning. It's just a very intense city with a lot of energy and a lot of focused, ambitious people. And and being thrown into an environment like that after having gr- grown up in, in Montreal, where everything was really friendly and peaceful, was, was definitely very difficult. And um, But it also forced me to focus and to really, really work towards what I... Um, well, my dream, I guess. Well, now, I, I of course, I'm, I'm very glad to have, have gone through these difficult years, and I'm, I'm very grateful to, to have a life in music and to be able to say that, that I make a living through music, and um, there are endless reasons why um, it's wonderful to have a life in music. So mm. I'm just very grateful. Well, we're so grateful you're sharing your love and life with music here in Toronto so many times with us. Thank you, Karen. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Looking forward. That was Karen Gomio. Catch her center stage with the TSO this Saturday and Sunday when she performs Beethoven's Violin Concerto.